Hello, sweet one, and the warmest welcome back to the Passion Break podcast. It is Jess here, and today we are continuing the travel series on this podcast. I just came back home yesterday from Gran Canaria, and I stayed there for two weeks in a hostel. And while I was having that experience, I was like, oh gosh, we really need to have an episode dedicated to this, how to have the best experience of staying in a hostel. So I gathered 11 tips that hopefully makes your stay better for your next hostel stay. I hope you enjoy this episode and let's jump right in. So my very first travel tip on staying in hostels would be, of course, that look through the reviews. And a tip out there is that if you go and look through some booking sites like booking.com, Hostel World, etc., go and seek when you find the good hostel, how is their own website and if you can book through an email or their own website because it's better for the hostel owner as the revenue will go straight to them and there's no percentage going onto these booking sites. And sometimes there is a price difference, so check that out. But when you're looking through the reviews, find newest reviews because some of the old ones are not updated and the information you will find there is not really beneficial for you but especially focus on what people say about the atmosphere how is the room qualities is there any bugs going around how about the parties because these are the things that are really going to affect your stay so check the reviews and check what people are kind of putting emphasis on and obviously know what is kind of your Um, priorities on your hostel stay. The next tip is that take freaking flip-flops, okay? You want to use flip-flops when you go around the hostel wherever, but especially in the shower and in the toilets. Hostel is this place, as one of a guy said really well, it's like a kindergarten. There come so many different people and they bring so many different things, whether it's good and bad. And you want to stay safe and you don't want to like catch any kind of mushrooms on your feet. So just take flip-flops. It's going to be easy. It's going to be easy when you want to go in and out from your bed to the kitchen or toilet to just like put on flip-flops. So whether it is in a cold environment or warm environment, just take flip-flops. The third tip is pack your own pillowcase with you. Um, Usually, obviously, hostels provide the sheets but I like to carry my own pillowcase because it doesn't take too much space, but it gives me this comfort that I know where I'm laying my head onto. And yeah, of course, also the bed sheet sometimes feels like, um, I don't know, like, is it well cleaned and who was here before me? So on, so on. But pillowcase, I feel, is a bit more important and therefore I really like to carry it with me when I'm staying in hostels. The fourth tip is that put a location as a primary focus because location of the hostel, I think, makes it all. Depending on what is your destination and what kind of activities you're going to do. But for me, the location is very important because I'm not going to spend too much time in the hostel itself. 
I'm booking the hostel because I'm gonna go for the travel and while I'm traveling I want to experience all that that location is offering therefore I'm choosing a hostel that has a great central location wherever I need it to be so for example now in Gran Canarias I wanted it that it was close to the beach because I wanted access to the ocean and therefore I booked the hostel just by the beach so I would say that Putting emphasis on the location is one of your primary focus when choosing the right hostel. The fifth tip is that take earplugs. Depending on how many people you're sleeping with, but you never know who's in the room, who's snoring, who's waking up at 6am, you know, you, you don't know. So earplugs is really beneficial um, to have with you and sleep with because they're gonna guarantee better sleep and sometimes I mean if you like also take the um, eye mask because that's gonna also cover if someone is putting lights on and if the room doesn't have a good curtains etc so earplugs and eye mask can be great for better quality sleep in a hostel the sixth tip is to check if the hostel has bed curtains on their bed so if there are bunk beds and you're sleeping with multiple people in the same room look if they have bed curtains that means that there is something that closes and you have a bit more privacy I have seen that a lot of hostels do have that and I still know that there is some that doesn't and therefore I just would prefer a hostel that has bed curtains because it's really going to give you more privacy. You're gonna sleep better, you don't have this feeling that people are watching when you're sleeping and yeah you can just like kind of have this little own cocoon because sometimes hostel life can be quite hectic. There's a lot of people, you're having a lot of activities, you're doing a lot of things so when you're having this own little cocoon away from it at all is sometimes very beneficial and I would put like emphasis on. Then the next tip is that depending on how budget you are traveling like or what is your travel budget but if you have a very small budget and you are tending to cook really check the hostel kitchen. Does it have all the necessary equipment? What you need for cooking? Does it have storage, fridge, so on, that you're gonna be comfortable to cook in? My experience is that most of the time hostels kitchens are not good. Like they don't put too much emphasis on it because they think, okay, people will just go eat outside. But if you are staying long-term and you're wanting to cook for a reason or another, check the pictures of the kitchen or send an email and really ask how is their kitchen do they have all the basic equipment and know that as sometimes the equipment is used by many people they tend to sometimes be you know rusty or scratched and so on so just bear in mind that it might not be the best quality kitchen um so you might want to cook something really easy or so on that you don't yeah, you usually don't feel so inspired, but sometimes it's nice to cook with the other guests and therefore it's going to be good experience because you can share meals and cook together and it can be really fun. Then the next tip is that send an email to ask which is the best room. So looking through the pictures, you can might like have a vision of what room could suit the best for you. But I would actually send an email to them if you have time and you can have like 
you know, you have a long planning time when you're going to travel. So it's not just like, oh, I need to get a hostel for tonight. Um, so send them an email and ask what is the best room? What is the, has the best view? Is there windows? Is there AC? How many beds there are? Like these things that you will know, okay, what is their best room? And obviously in the budget that you can afford because sometimes they have rooms that are more expensive and less expensive and so on. But it's good to ask the actual person that is staying in the hostel, the customer service responsible, responsible and just ask what is the best room to stay at. Then the next tip is that less bunk beds as possible in one room. So more bunk beds there is in one room, meaning more persons are staying in one room is going to be harder to have a better experience because you don't know their sleeping times, what they're doing, when they're working, when they're speaking to whom and who, when they're going to go to the toilet. And like I said, who is snoring and who's eating. And it's, it's like less people you have the higher possibility you have to have more privacy, more, um, yeah, more like a better experience, sleep, better sleep, all of it. So just check if there is like a room with less bunk beds and it has the same price or it fits your budget, prefer that. And then we go to girl versus mixed dorms or boy versus mixed dorms. Like I usually always go to mixed dorms but because I don't mind <laughs> because I still feel like if I want to change clothes and so on, I will go to just to the shower or the toilet to do that. But it really depends. This is very like an own preference because I know that someone can be much more comfortable in, so to say, one sex dorm. But there is cons to that as well because I felt like when I was only in girls dorm they were like chit-chatting throughout the night and laughing off and there's makeup everywhere and it's like sometimes really messy but then when you're in a mixed dorm I think people behave a bit better because they're like okay we're like here mixed people and I think they take a bit more care of their stuff and so on so yeah I've actually had a better experience in mixed dorm versus girl dorm um and yeah but it is preference and if you feel more comfortable to be in a one sex dorm do it but I can tell you the mixed dorm I've actually never had really like a bad experience or uncomfortable experience for like actually vice versa I've met really cool people because I think you talk the most with the people that you are sharing a room with and I've met really cool people and then it has not been limited into a one sex because it's mixed dorm so yeah, I actually prefer them. Then the last tip is that get ready to be active and social and experience everything. So when you're sleeping in a hostel, it's almost impossibility to not socialize. Like if it's a good vibe, people will come and ask where you're from, who you are, and like ask you to do all these activities. And most of the hostels put really much emphasis on having like activities that hostel hosts and then you can like go and join them. And that's the beauty. I think that's the beauty of staying in a hostel that there's so much to do, so many things to participate on. You will meet a lot of different people and have a many beautiful conversations. And when you're being active and when you are also yourself going and ask people like, hey, how are you? Where are you from? When did you arrive? When are you going? Where are you traveling next? All of these questions. 
it's really cool. You can gather many good connections and yeah, like I said, have meaningful conversations that you can learn a lot from. But this is also sometimes a con because it is tiring to be every single day super social. You know, like I had no one day that I was eating a breakfast alone until if I wanted to go alone to a cafe or alone to the beach to eat it. But if I was staying in a hostel, no way there was the time that I was staying in the garden or in the rooftop terrace alone because there was always people around. And um, that's kind of something I think you need to be prepared for. And there is differences in a hostel that sometimes people kind of are in their own and don't really communicate um with each other but the hostels that I've been staying people are very much looking forward to make contacts and especially if people are staying longer term so somewhere for example in Asia where I've been staying in a hostel people were changing like every day so they were just sleeping one or two nights but in a hostel now in Gran Canaria people were staying for weeks like even months some of them so that meant that the same people were around which also meant that you will actually make friends and connections and I think that is the beauty of it because you will do road trips together or hikes together and do things together and um, then you even though you're traveling alone you are actually never alone and for the very last I just wanted to give you a bonus Uh, tip and that would be that stay true to yourself and what I mean with that is that as the hostel has a lot of happenings there's a lot of people it can be very easy to get this group pressure like oh everybody's going to the bar I need to go to the bar I need to drink or everybody is I don't know smoking weed like I got to also take a puff But the thing is that you need to stay true to yourself, even though there's a group pressure, even though there's this feeling that I need to be part of this thing, know what is your limits and what you actually want. Like, even if you need to, like, sometimes close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and ask, like, do I actually want to go to that bar? Do I actually want to take a puff? Like, these are just an examples, but it can be anything. It can be also about the activities. There was many days that I was asked in a hostel to go on a road trip or a hike. And I was just feeling into myself and I was like, no, I actually just want to spend a beach day. It's okay, even though the whole group goes on a road trip, but I just really feel like I want to have a beach day. So I went and had it and I was feeling really good about it because I was staying true to myself. So Just remind yourself that even though there's a group, nobody will actually like, you know, push you away if you're like, oh, today I'm not joining. If you're joining most of them or some of them, you will still be part of the group. So don't worry about that. Draw your own limits and know what is necessary for you to have the best hostel experience. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We're actually planning to have a guest episode about staying in hostels as this hostel that I was staying in Gran Canaria. I know the owners and it would be lovely to have them on the show. So stay tuned for that. And until then, take a good care of yourself and see you in the next episode.